Well, hey, man, welcome to the Straight Out the Damn podcast, man. Uh, yeah, we kind of ease into it just like that, you know. Uh, definitely ease right into it. Hey, if you listening on SoundCloud, like, you know, I know y'all getting tired of me saying this, but I say it for a reason. Please go to iTunes and subscribe. There's a button right up under the SoundCloud player. Just hit subscribe on iTunes. It's not difficult. It's not difficult at all. Subscribe on iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a comment if you want to. All Just of that is Click great. the button. Click the button. That's Just click a button. That's all you gotta do. That's Either. it. He's saying it for me. That that's all I need right there. He's the commercial. There's no sponsor today. Um we're still sponsored by my wallet, so um some sponsors in here. That'll be great, but until then, it's all good. But today, Justin's wallet. There you go. The guy that you're hearing, his voice, and I know you guys see it on the um, the title, but I'm still gonna say it anyway. Pluto Smith. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> this is my first podcast ever. What's up? Hey, it's all good, bro. How you doing, man? I feel like money. I feel like money, but I also feel like doo doo too because I was really late. Man, I told you, it's, the it's martyr, all good. The martyr train. I don't know if you remember that song from uh, Southwest DeKalb High School, bruh. They made a song called Beat You Ride the Martyr Bus. <laughs> it was like, Beat You Ride the Martyr Bus. Beat You Ride the Martyr Bus. Beat You Do Not Ride With Me. Beat You Ride the Martyr Bus. Uh, I, I experienced that today. Man, man, let me tell you, dude. I'm, I'm not far removed from the martyr, as you can see. Yeah. I have my and, and what we're showing right now is a uh, my trusty Marta pull together promo uh, that I got maybe back in like oh five yeah, or something like that. Promo, I thought it was like a little antique and shit. No, man. no, no. It's, it's definitely one of the promos, but it's a T-shirt. Oh. But I never open it. You know what uh. I mean? It's just like, but it looks like a Marta train. We might this might be the um, the artwork for the well, podcast. We I might have it. to throw that in there. Just you know to what? Get that going. That's not that bad of an idea. But. <laughs> But, you know, so I understand exactly what you're going through, man. It's like, it takes two seconds to get to the train station, and then you wait on the bus. And the bus is unpredictable. Exactly. The train be decent, but the bus? I hate the bus, man. I hate the bus. But you got to do what you got to do to get around, man. Indeed. So, we're going to start off at the beginning, man. Um, What's happening? When did I first come across, not even your music, I first came across... Freestyling from you. Word. Yeah. I was at, uh, that on rig. I was at, uh, Soul Food Cypher. Oh, yeah. I'm a member of that. Those are my yeah. friends. Shout out to Cost. Shout out to Zaino Bathroom. Motherfucking Mark. Uh, Wahid. Uh, Troy. Uh, Sabilla. MIC. Uh, Bright Sun, Elu, Yeti Bravo, Roll the Nerd, J Sound, JR, Neon Dion, and me. There you go. Yeah, hey, I forgot somebody. If I forgot somebody else, you know, I'm sorry. Don't fight me. Anybody, well, anybody in the crew right now, don't fight me if I forgot you, man. Like, uh, I'll say Shalil, Cadiz. Ah, they actually like, they actually like skated off. They, oh. Yeah. It's like all love, like it's no, it's no problem. They just, they just decided to part ways with okay. SFC. So well, but then my niggas though. I'm still at Ravencore. I'm still at Ravencore with Katie. So definitely, cool. definitely, definitely. But you know, that's how I really came across you, um, and didn't even realize it. You know, I was just looking at it, and then you know, I heard you freestyle. I think we might have got some footage on it, um, and we'll put the link up too. Wow. Um, 
from the soul food site at Georgia State that I saw. And then, um, I don't know what happened. Some kind of way I came across some music. And I'll see what it is. The uh, Spiffy. Spiffy! Spiffy. Alright, so Spiffy, Spiffy is some personal introspective funk for you. Right? Some personal introspective funk for you! Break it down. Break that down? Yeah. Well, you know, as I as I was gathering all of my thoughts in my humble abode, call my dorm room and whatnot, and Morehouse College. Uh basically, nah, let me let me let me get a little bit serious. No, you good. Bring on my little serious voice, man. You gotta play like some out green as I as I uh let people know what happened. But um pretty much uh that was pretty much it, man. Like, um, it was really personal. Like every single record that was on Spiffy was from the heart, man. Like it wasn't some shit where I was like, you know what, man? I'ma make uh, this song, and I'ma make a single, and I'ma make a hood song, and I'ma make a song about my feelings, and I'ma make a song for the bitches. It was like, nah, man. I just every single record that was made was written from a sincere place. And I just wanted to create a title that reflected that a little bit more. I had another title, but because I liked it so much, and I feel like it was like way more epicer. Personally, I can't tell anybody yet, but it was a way more epicer title. And since that was the case, I was like, let me save this for save a little bit. something else. Yeah, so I was like, so after I was done with the record, I was just kind of like, what? As far as writing, anyway, like what would define really all of these records, and that's what. To find it, some personal introspective funk, and for you, yeah. And I mean, like I, I use the word spiffy. If you know me personally, mm-hmm. like you know that I use the word spiffy, like religiously. Like, religious. like <laughs> I say like, that word with so much shit. Yeah, it's ridiculous to the point. People are like, oh, you're so different and cool. Cause nobody <laughs> says spiffy, no. So that's really. Mostly where it came from, me using that word a lot, yeah, and also just the the element of wanting to craft something that was near and dear to me. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. So you know, I took I took um, a listen to the project, word. and honestly, before I knew what Spiffy stood for, I kind of got that. You word. know what I mean? So now now that you explain the title. And I listen to the music, I can see how it was so personal. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, this is pretty much like a year of your life type thing. Like what it based well, Spiffy I went into production for Spiffy about August of twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh producer, we got back to college and shit. For that I wasn't really writing like that. Mm-hmm. More so in the sense of like I, I had just dropped another project that I was very disappointed and ashamed of that I don't even mention, but people love for whatever reason. <laughs> I just don't mention so it. Why, why were you ashamed of the project? Um, it was just a it was a true learning stages album. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like this is the best way I can describe it. It's like Spiffy is like my baby, dude. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Regardless, it's not perfect, and it has a few... Fu- nah, fuck that, it is perfect, because I said so. <laughs> nah, fuck it with you. But Spivy, it's not perfect, but I still love the project regardless. Like, I love every single song on Spivy. Gotcha. Golden Flows and Vocal Notes. That's I love the baby. I love it. It's like my baby, too. 
But it's like my baby that was born with Down syndrome. Like, mm. the baby, I, w- I wished that the baby didn't have all the flaws that it had. had. Okay. But I love it regardless because it was my very first project and I worked really hard to make it. However, I can't go back to it like yeah. at all and just I mean, be like, yeah, man, this shit amazing, man. I'm like, oh my God. Sometimes I, I listen to it and be like, dude, turn this shit off. So it's, I, I, I understand what you're saying. It's like, my, my background is music production, so I, I know that feeling of listening to old tracks and you're right. like, man, this nah, ain't it. Nah. But then some of those tracks will be tracks that people pick up. But right. you know, then I have those tracks that nobody will hear because right. I don't let anybody play them. So I understand where you're coming from. It's just that growth right. with your music and it's like, you know, you pass that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that, that was my, you know, two, three years ago what I was going through, like this is now. So yeah. I, I get it. I, I clearly understand what you're saying on that. But yeah, I, I cut you off. I know you were, nah, you were breaking nah. up down something. Oh, you said a uh, year in the life. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Spiffy, yeah, it went in production about two years ago. Um, my producer, Wino Willie, he made this beat tape. This is what got me back into writing. He made mm-hmm. this beat tape for me called Pluto with Like These. It was, that was literally the title of <laughs> the tape. And I just really liked the beats. And I wrote to like almost every beat. I just never released any of the songs. Gotcha. I wrote to it and I just never recorded them. And it just kind of got me back in the swing of writing. And I just, in in the meantime, like, all none of the records that were on Pluto like these are on Spiffy. But in the meantime, I just went through a lot of, like, growing up mm-hmm. stuff. Like, if you know me personally, you know that I'm a pretty immature person. Like, honestly. That's an understatement. You know? But, <laughs> I mean, just straight up, I'm a not just belligerent and just a lot of shit. But, um... Basically, I I just went through a lot of stuff, and my perspective on life got heightened. Like I mm-hmm. I I just started thinking a lot more about myself, my surroundings, my future, and the things that not only made me happy but made me really tick. Yeah. And so because of that, that's where a lot of <gasps> those really like. Personal, personal songs on Spiffy like Out of Time and yeah, uh, Tommy Strong and fucking uh, Keep on Pushing. Those where those come. Those are where those songs come from. Were those like some of the first records you recorded for the recorded? No, the very first two records that were recorded for Spiffy were Throw It Back and Let Go. Okay, they were the very first like um, over the summer. I just said, you know what, let me just go to the studio. And those were two records that I didn't write first, but I just had them perfected. Yeah. I had those songs perfected. I wrote Clayco for a cipher. Like, um, we had a writing assignment for Clayco. And, no, not Clayco, but we had a writing assignment that was basically trying to tell us about where we're from and shit mm-hmm. and where we come from. So I just wrote about Clayco from there and I just had it perfected. And then Throw It Back came from me literally just, like, being really stupid one day. <laughs> and I just wrote, like, a really retarded record. And I liked it so much, I said, you know what, I'm going to make a song out of this. So, uh, Wino Willie, he made that beat, like, that same night. Like, the same night that I wrote that, he made the beat. Made and the then Clayco, so Clayco came, like, a little bit later. 
So typically, do you write to the beat or you write and find beats that go with what you write? I prefer to write to the beat mm -hmm. because it just allows me to have a little bit more um, versatility and what I say. And I don't feel so confined in a box. Gotcha. However, there were a few records that were the latter, where mm -hmm. I would find, well, I would write the song first, and then do the, then find the beat. Find the beat. Uh, Tommy Straw was written that way. Uh, uh, Rob Van Dam was written that way. Uh, Spiffy, the record Spiffy was written that way. So a no. couple of them. Break down, because I don't know, what what is that record about? Like, the Tommy... Tommy uh, Straw? Like, is that the name, the title for that? Because I'm actually, as I'm asking you this question, I'm trying to look it up and see, is this a character or well, like... Tommy Straw is actually <laughs> Thomas Ford from uh, Martin. Never knew Tommy's last name. That's what his last name was, Tommy never, Straw. Never knew his last name, dude. Uh -oh. Never knew his last name until you just said... I, I mean, and I'm looking at it right here, I'm like... Never knew his last name. Hey, I just knew he didn't have a job. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't have it. Well, I don't have a job. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I'm trying to look for a job now. If if you out there right now, bro, and you got some work for Pluto, hit me up, bro. Real talk. Hit me up after this fucking interview, and I'll gotcha. be like, I'll be like the best worker that you you could ever have. I promise. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I I, I want to ask you about. Why no Willie? Because I saw he produced the majority. Why no Willie? You know, the majority of the project. And how, how did you guys first meet? Oh man, um, that's an interesting story. Shout out to the water, bruh. making my throat all wet and shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, I met Why no Willie. Uh, shit. Freshman year of college, um, Charlie is older than me. Charlie is about a year and some change older than me. Okay. So, every Thursday, there would be these open mics on Morehouse's campus. Mm -hmm. I was a little fresh, fresh little newbie. And basically, he was DJ. He DJed like every single one. And first we met. And he kind of like, the best way to describe it is he kind of treated me like, <laughs> I knew he made beats. I knew Charlie was making beats. That's what people were telling me. And I was like, hey, man, my name is Miles. Because before, like, I was really telling people that my name was Pluto, Pluto. Smith. Yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, my name is Miles, man. Um, I make um, I make music, too. I want to uh, work with you. Yeah. And his reaction was kind of like, yeah, that's a real nice kid. <laughs> he he curved you a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> And we, what what's crazy is we actually became really good friends because mm -hmm. we were on this set, this movie set, for this film called The AUC Cypher. Okay. And both of us painfully disliked the director because he was such a dick to everybody. <laughs> and <laughs> our, our dislike for this record, for this director... Mm -hmm. Brought us together wow, and made us really good friends, and then it just hopped over to music mm. in a nutshell. He would send me beats. Charlie, at that time, he was like just making beats and he was just giving them out to people. Yeah. And I didn't have people that were producing for me, and I liked his beats, so I just, I literally would just take most of the things that he would make and just record over them and just 
and do whatever. That's how, that's how it started. Yeah, that's how it started. Uh, that's where Golden Flows came from. Um, most of those beats are produced by Wino Willie. Um, and it was recorded in a dorm room. Like, it was yeah. recorded in a dorm room my freshman year. Uh, oh, it's all good, man. I'm like, I, I say, find, you know, find some decent equipment yeah. and do what works for you. You yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and there's some great records that, that are recorded in dorm rooms, uh, in closets. I do a lot of recording in closets. It's, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do, man. You know, um, exactly. I, I definitely understand that. You know, what for you, where did rap? You know, me. start. You know what I mean? Like, where did it come from? When did you first realize, like... Hip-hop. You know started I mean? out in the park. <laughs> you take it away, man. Nah, I'm fucking with you. But, uh... For me, like... As far as when did I start doing it? Or when did I become a fan? Let's let's go both. Let's go both. Okay. Uh, fan first, then when you started. Fan... That's kind of hard to really call because I've just always been a really big fan of music, music no. as a whole. But um, I probably say like the moment where like I was remembering rap songs, mm-hmm. I would say two thousand. Like I had, I had heard records before. Like I had heard hip hop and they had a bunch of shit that I like. Of course, make them say um by Master P was my mm-hmm. shit. Um, my name is by Eminem. Uh, Those are like some of your earliest memories of hip hop. Um, I, like it's a lot. Like it's really a lot. Those are just like the, just the first ones that just popped in my oh, just yeah. immediately. But it's a lot of records, man. Um, Rough Riders Anthem by DMX. Oh yeah. yeah. Can I get a by um, fucking J. Ja Rule, Jay Z. Yeah. And, uh, I think yeah. Emil was on that record. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. She that was, was Rush Hour sound. Hey, man. Right. For the fan. Just, I want to, like, <laughs> break off. Before, like, I continue the story, bro. For the fan by Emil was one of the hardest beats ever, bro. But continue. Um, <laughs> Gin and Juice by Snow. Like, I, I really, I was just a fan of music. Like, I gotcha. used to just listen to a grip of music, like, all the time, even as a little kid. Like, that's what I really always love to do. Like, I'll listen to old shit, like the Jackson 5 in the mm-hmm. car and just be, like, really grooving and shit like that. And, like, love don't live here anymore. Fucking. And another disclaimer. If Your Heart Isn't In It by Atlantic Star is one of the best songs of all time. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But the first, the first like, raps I can just, like, remember off of my head. And I'll probably get, like, a lot of flag for it, but fuck you. This fucking hair nappy, but I'm having pocket full of dope. From the CEO, represent so so. The girls recognize, and these niggas do too. I'm the hottest thing walking through junior high school. Fucking. And I'm trying to. Little bow wow, bro. And I was like, you know, and, and what's crazy is like, I was trying to remember, I was like, who said that? And I know the, you know, Word. I know the lyrics, but I was trying to think, like, who it was. Yeah, bow wow. Lil bow wow. Da- um, but where the dog? That wasn't my very first hip hop album. I listened to the first one was Miss Education because my yeah. mama played the album like Hill. consistently. But I, why well, I did like that, I just wasn't really like wasn't into connected. It. With it. I yeah. liked it, but I wasn't connected to it. But where the dog by Lil Bow Wow when I was younger. Uh, I don't know why my mom got that shit on bootleg from some niggas she worked with. <laughs> like she got it on bootleg and. I just listened to it. Yeah. I really loved it. And like I said, I just, like I said, I've always just had an ear for music. And around, I say maybe like a year after that, that's when I started. That same year, excuse me. 
that's when I started to like look into like older shit like gotcha. Far Side and fucking Tribe. Yeah, and, yeah, man. And like B B T and MTV were like they were. I love that that word were they. They were everything. Yeah. Dude. When I was a kid, when I was in my single dizzy years, like before reality TV. Right yeah. before it like got. I mean reality TV that shit was cool too, man. Like but before I was, they. Before it, before it overshadowed music. Yeah, it's like, you know, BT and MTV, they don't even play music videos anymore, you know? It's yeah. like... So, because of that, though, like, I, I just got exposed to a lot. Like, I got exposed to a lot of music. I used to yeah. just watch BT and MTV for the music. Cause I just loved music that much at the time. So, yeah. that's where it started as far as just being a fan of music and just listening to different shit that it, that's that's where it strongly came from I say like MTV and BET cause they used to yeah. play oldies man they used to have um, the old school hour and shit like that yeah 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 I definitely remember that man but as far as doing hip hop I didn't start doing hip hop until I was like 16 years old I was a singer at first mm-hmm. Um, I said I was gonna be a singer when I hit twelve years old. I sung all my life, but I said I, like I'm gonna be a motherfucking singer at twelve years old, cause I fucking sung you. Uh, let me what's that song? Let me love you by fucking Mario when I was twelve. Oh, wow, yeah, I was yeah. in my bed just chilling, bro. I used to like I used to go to sleep with the radio on. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I just didn't like silence and shit when I was going to sleep, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna be a singer, nigga. But um. That transitioned over to rap when I turned 16 because I just wrote a rap. Um, I it, it stemmed, it's crazy, but the person that inspired me to actually rap was Nicki Minaj. Um, I read her interview because that was another I used to like just look up artists and just see like what, what their story was, and yeah, no, what they no. did, and shit. Yeah. So she was talking about she used to be a singer and shit, and she felt like she couldn't make it as a singer. So she started rapping. And then, you know, me being the self-conscious ass nigga that I was at the time as a 16-year-old that got no bitches and was fat as shit and was told he was ugly and shit, I was self-conscious. I was like, you know what? Maybe I can't make it as a singer. Maybe I should do rapping. So I wrote a rap. I wrote a rap to Best I Ever Had to Drake. Mm. By Drake, excuse me. And it was like kind of like a parody. Like, they talking about a girl that wasn't shit. And I just rapped it. And I really liked it. And I just continued to rap. Yeah, and that's where it started. That's where it started, and I just never stopped. I just never stopped rapping after that. That's dope, man. And, and, and you know, I know we kind of had this conversation off mic. I was right. talking about like age wise. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's like the, the difference, like your influences, and, and it's amazing to hear like Nicki Minaj actually inspired right. you to rap. Right. And it's like for me, I couldn't even. The only female rapper that was really, I'm trying to think, because I'm not talking like, of course, Salt and Pepper, all of them, they, they, MC Light, they had, they been did what they were doing, but like for me growing up, it had to be like maybe Missy or Lauren, you know what I'm saying? No, Brat. Brat, tat, tat, tat. I had the Brat, but as far as like, I don't know, it was something about, I guess I just... For me, when rappers, I never liked. I always liked the 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 sex appeal. Like I, didn't, <laughs> like, like Yo Yo had a fat ass, bro. <laughs> I don't real talk. Yo Yo look, that's crazy. She had a fat ass, bro. But you know, I just wanted to see. 
it was, I, I guess, like, the brat, as dope as she was, she just wasn't as appealing until the Tyrese video when she came What do you like? Yeah, I the the video, and I was like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah, but, like, you know. Touch my prophecy. I remember that it was just, It was just different, you know. And plus, female rappers, I guess, early on for me, they really wasn't getting the look like they should have got. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nicki Minaj really Word. is one of the first ones. Her, well, I say look him, too. Like, they got the first, Word. like, Really, we females and we really can rap. Like, right. put us up there. I say Foxy up. too. Foxy, yeah, I forgot about Foxy. She was definitely up there too. I mean, it back then, Eve, yeah, yeah, it was a Man, lot of Eve. a lot of female rappers. You know, I now think, now it seems like ain't none of them. I think Eve was like low key. I would nobody would agree with me, but I think Eve was like the she was the most all around, bro. Oh, yeah. because she I, could I rap hard and she looked good as shit, but she ain't talk about popping her pussy. She like rap rap, rap but she rap. looked she bad as fuck, and yeah. she could like beat niggas. So I'd say she was like, she was like Axel from Streets of Rage. Like he was a nigga that that could. He was like in the middle. Like he could do everything. Do everything well. Like he wasn't just too powerful or too too fast. He was just that was Eve. That's what, yeah, that, that, that's a good comparison. Even though I don't know the character you just talking about, the way you broke it down, help me, you know, help me get Streets of Rage is like one of the best games to ever come out on Sega Genesis. You should play it. Real talk, and if you really like get into it, play Streets of Rage too, cause it's even better. And I just said that Streets of Rage one was the best one, so I take that back. Streets of Rage two was like. The, I had a Sega Genesis, man. Sega Genesis. Actually, that's all I bought was Sega. Well, that's all my parents bought was Sega. I'll say, yeah. I had the. Um, if you had the Dreamcast, you was that nigga, bro. Yeah, I had. That's the last system I actually bought. Those Sega Dreamcast. I had Sega Dreamcast. You was that nigga. Sega Saturn. You was that nigga. I had. Uh, now, Sega Saturn was cool. It was cool, but I didn't get the cool. Sega CD. I didn't get Sega CD, but I had... Uh, you ain't miss nothing. Yeah, Sega Genesis. Uh, what was the handheld Sega? Um, Game Gear. Game Gear. Yeah, Game I had, Gear. I had that, man. I mean, man, sure. Sega, Sega had the products, man, and they were really ahead of their time, man. I don't know what happened after Dreamcast, why they fell off. What happened was um, they just kind of filed for bankruptcy, so they decided, oh. they decided instead to just sell software. Instead gotcha, of hardware, gotcha. like make games instead of like systems and shit. So that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, happens. Happen for most of them. Yeah, cool man. Well, you know, um, it's like a real random disclaimer. But shout out to Ravencore, nigga. I just want to say that. Hey, it's all, look. Let me explain something. What the what the podcast do? Like sometimes we're all over the place. And oh, really? Okay. And that's okay. Like people just like to hear us talk. I don't really? know why. I really to this day Grooving, I still don't even understand. Grooving, yeah, so we all over. The place. I mean, to this day I still don't even understand the like why the concept of a podcast works. You know I what mean, I mean? What I found most people do this. They put up. They just you know press play at work and just let them go. Oh, and it's kind of like background music in a sense. You know, damn. some people learn some stuff. Some people, like, you know, find it entertaining. I, I don't think I'm that funny. Um, I mean, nah, you cool, bro. You I'm ain't okay. got to be funny, bro. Yes, just I'm you. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, let, I try to provide the platform to let everybody else be funny. I feel and, you know, it is what it is. I but um, I had a few other things I wanted to ask you about, man. What's up? Um, what's up? And we got a couple of segments that we that we definitely have to do. Okay. And, you know, what's up? you know. So we'll we'll go into the. No, what? Hold on, what was that? That was what's up by the rich kids. One like that. I used to flex up so hard in high school and act like I didn't like that song because in high school I was in my hip hop elitist phase that mm-hmm. I feel like every hip hop fan has, 
And I just, when I would go home, bro, I would sing the that fuck out of that song, bro. <laughs> but at school, I was like, man, fuck the rich kids, man. They garbage, man. They're not real hip-hop, nigga. <laughs> that and my partner them. Them two songs are Boulevard, my partner them. Her home, my, my partner them. Daddy not my partner them. Travis Barker, my partner them. Okay, what was the point? No, no. Uh, I was going to ask you, you from, uh, you say you grew up in Clayco, right? I grew up in Clayco. What school, what school you went to? I went to Mount Zion. Oh, right. Okay. Mount Zion so, High School. Okay. How was that? How was that experience, like high school experience? I know you said uh, like 16 is when you really, uh, you know, man. pick up the rap. But like, right. as far as like high school for you, like what was that? Like, because, you know, a lot okay. of times, high school. and the reason why I ask that question is because high school for most people are crazy years. It's like right. you're trying to figure out who you are, you're trying to figure out your identity, at the same time you're trying to be cool with everybody, and you got people who are, who really don't know who they are, right? but they trying to tell you who you are. Tell you who you are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, high school for me, um... I wasn't really cool, but I wasn't lame either. Mm. I had like friends in like every sector. Like the af- I had like at least like three friends in the athlete pod. Then I had like at least three friends in like the lame nigga pod. Like the genuinely lame nigga, not like fucking. Yeah, I got you. Then you had like the cool lame kids, where it's like they're just nerdy, but they're like nice people and good mm-hmm. people. And then you had like the thug niggas that were like whipping niggas' ass. I was cool with some of them. And then the RC kids, I was in Magnet too. Yeah. I was in, I was in Magnet program, so I was like, I was that nigga in Magnet, bruh. I was that nigga, bruh. Shout out to the inaugural class of fucking Mount Zion Magnet program and shit, man. 2011, man. The inaugural. I'm a modern and shit, but, um, so for me, um, I was, I really was everything, man, um, I said, I wasn't really cool, but I wasn't lame, I said, I mixed in with most of the crowds, yeah, um, sometimes I was a recluse that wanted to do his work, other times I was a nigga that would just skip class and be late, and I would use the fact that I was a magnet to be late and skip class and shit, like, all the time, I'd be like, I don't know. I'm in Magnet, so... <laughs> I'm in Magnet, and I had to walk from blah, blah, blah to blah, 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 so that's why I was late, or that's why I didn't come to class. Gotcha. And they just, they wouldn't care, because the thing is, like, even though, like, I ain't shit sometimes, and I'm lazy sometimes, I still, at the end of the day, do what I need to do. So, other than that, though, uh, high school for me, pretty, pretty, um... I don't feel like it was better than the person that had the best high school experience, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, like, the worst shit in the world either. Like, uh, no girlfriends until, like, senior year, and that shit was terrible, dude. <laughs> that shit was awful, man. <laughs> shout out to my, like, shout out to my only girlfriend I ever, like, had. No, I only had two, but shout out mm-hmm. to the one I was with for, like, a minute, like. Yeah. I hope you happy, real talk. I hope you doing good. But um, yeah, that shit was terrible, man. Like that's that was the moment when I learned I was a bitch. <laughs> that was when I learned I was a bitch. But why? Why do you say that? Though? Why do you say that? Ah uh, man, cause she was like my first love and shit. So yeah, being that she was my first love, like I basically like I got everything late. Like I did. Well, nah, nah, I tell you, I did most things that like young people do late. Mm-hmm. So. 
being that she was my first love and shit, I like went crazy when we broke up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went crazy, bro. I was at like a bitter black woman and shit, man. Real tall. <laughs> real tall, bro. That's real. That was like a love, bitter black woman and shit. So, um, basically, that's what happened. And, yeah. And because of that, I just, I just, I'm trying to work this properly. I just, I didn't know how it felt to like really get broken up on. I've always had crushes on girls. Yeah. But they would never yeah, like yeah. me and shit. Like, and that would always be ugly now that I think about it. Like, in retrospect, I look like, damn, I used to like her, but she was ugly, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, that that's why I just learned, like, I was a bitch, and I learned I need to fucking man up and shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for me, high school, it was cool. Um, it was a cool little, uh, rapper clique, like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, the sector of people that rap, like, it was, it was cool, like, I was in it, but I was real low-key, like, I was real low-key in it, um, you had a couple of other ones. Uh, shout out to DPF. They were in it. And that, them niggas are probably going to do like big shit in the future. Uh, Lefty. I'm trying to like, think of all these other rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Guap Boys. They were rapping and shit. Uh, who else? TGX. There was like a couple of like little. Couple groups. Cool little group. like rap clicks and circles and shit. So I. I that's it. It's like the people in the circle knew I could rap, but like the people outside of it didn't know that didn't I really know. They're just like, oh, he sings, sing me a song. I like the way you sing and shit like that. So, yeah. so you know, I, I, I know you definitely mentioned the singing. Is that something you feel gonna come back? Or, you know, are you still put that in your music now, or you know? I mean, it never really like never fully went away. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. I mean, like, I'll be, in retrospect, I can look back on Spivy and say, like, it's heavily focused on rap because the people that were around me were not taking me seriously as a rapper. Okay. <laughs> so, it's partially because of that, as far as, like, man, man, I'm proving myself, nigga, as well as, like, that's just yeah. literally, that's literally how it came out. Like, part of it really was that it just came out as, like, rap. And I was like, you know, fuck y'all, y'all gonna take me seriously as a rapper. I can do this shit, so... Singing for me, it, it's people always have felt like I'm a better singer than a rapper, mm. and I mean, opinion is opinion. I just, I'll, I'll always sing in general. I yeah. love singing. Singing makes me happy. It makes me feel good. Uh, I'm actually in like a singing group right now uh, called Black Planet. Um, oh wow. We we make B and R. We don't make R and B. We make B and R. Okay, and break that down for me. We can't go past that. Uh, without breaking down. B and R is beautiful and ratchet ass music. Okay, so that's what we do. Like, we just we just we literally we literally make stupid ass shit mm-hmm. that sounds really ignorant. But as far as like the lyrics, anyway, yeah, the lyrics are ignorant as fuck. Like we have a song called. I don't respect these hoes. But it sounds so great, though. Like, musically, it sounds wonderful. And what, like, so what inspired that group to, you know, be a part of that? Black Planet, well, myself and Blacklight get the the, the little pun and shit, Mm -hmm. Black Planet. Um, It really just came, I was hosting those open mics that I met Why Don't Really At. I started Mm -hmm. to host them, and, um... I would need a guitarist for, like, my little intermission sections where I needed to, like, do something that tied in with the show. Yeah. And it just kind of grew from there. Like, we ended up 
It wasn't even really a question of, hey man, you want to be in a group? You want to be in a group? It was just like, nigga, you my nigga, man. Let's make right. music. Let's make music. And yeah. that's it. So that's that's how some of the best music is is made though, man. Where it's kind of like. Pretty much. You know, there, there there's no thought process behind it. It's like, man, we click well, like, let's right. work. Let's see what comes about. You exactly. Know I mean? And I just was being really stupid when I was like, nigga, if we ever start a group, bruh, we need to call that shit Black Planet, bruh, because that shit sound tight, bruh. I'm Pluto Smith. You black light. That shit sound cool as fuck. Yeah. Let's do it. So that that's where Black Planet came from. So, um, yeah, just in general, though, like, singing, sing, I don't, I don't really see singing going away from me, period. It's, just, it's a part of your, your makeup of who you right, are. Right, yeah. exactly. So, you know, with the Black Planet, is there any, like, upcoming projects in, in the works for it? Are you guys playing oh for, like, a little God, EP man. or album? Oh, my God, man. It's mostly my fault. It's his fault, too. But, uh, <laughs> it, it's more my fault. Um, I can't really tell you that, honestly. Okay. A lot of it has just been me, like, being focused on Pluto Smith. Because yeah. I was a solo artist first. And the group was never, like, numero uno for me. Mm-hmm. So, because of that, I honestly don't know. However, we have plans and we've discussed doing a project yeah. in the future. Like, a small little EP in the future. But it's just, it's mostly on me. Just being totally 100. It's mostly yeah. on me. Because I'm a, I'm an Eminem ass nigga. That'd be fucking, <laughs> that'd be fucking... Just leaving D12 in the dust. And shit, oh, man. Man. I'm oh, sorry, man. George. I'm sorry, Even, you my nigga. Eminem leaving D12 in the dust. That's crazy, man. I'm like, sorry. I, we also have, like, we kind of go, like I told you, we go everywhere, but I, I can't have you here without talking about, like, you know, some of the current events. Okay. I'm that's sorry. going on. Okay, um, cool. and, and really, I like current events in hip hop. I mean, we can talk current events and other stuff, like, the obvious stuff is, like, the, the Clippers situation. And, right. Um, Before I do that though, yeah, I just want to like, like reiterate and shit. Shout out Raymond Court, bro. <laughs> I just had it before, no, before, hey. before we continue. Shout out uh, to Katie. Plug, man. Like, yeah, plug. shout out to Raymond Court and Farther Out and Bias and uh. And, I rock, I rock with them boys too, and, man. Farther Out, like, we yeah. need to get them in here for the podcast too. I, I, I gotta reach out to them because word we um. We've met on, on many right. different occasions, man, and, and you know I, I've been a follower of their music for for probably like a little over a year now, probably coming up to a year. Hey, man, I'm um, just tight, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, I like their movement, man, and, and what they got going over. It's definitely, it, it's a lot of people I got to get in them. I got to get Chirp in here. Hey, um, my nigga, Chirp, she tight, bro. I'm yeah, yeah, man. I'm, and, and this is what's crazy, dude. Like, I um might be that Kush Pack, might be that Molly. I found out about the majority of all of these artists on a show uh, that they had at Drunken Unicorn with Scotty. Cause I, I ah, man. And I really wanted to go to that show, but yeah. I was underage, so I couldn't get oh, in. Couldn't get in. Yeah, I was underage and shit. And so, so I, I, you know, I went to the show to support Scotty and, you know, his movement. And I think an announcement going to be made today. I don't know right. yet, but we'll see. But I think he's going to be on, you know, one of the double XL freshman of the year. Scotty! I really think so. Like, I, I don't know this just yet, but I just started to put two and Hey, man, let's look this shit up real quick, bro. I think I think it's going to be an announcement made because I know they're supposed to announce it today. If it is, I mean, oh, really? I think so, Monday, because I saw something. If that's the case, man, shout out to Scotty, man. Like, shout out to the A. Shout out to you, yeah. Scotty. If you, if you are a freshman, 
on the cover. Yeah, I, I think I want to say they're gonna announce it today. Because yeah, I know they saw this. They were saying it was coming. I think Monday. Oh word! Um, Y'all been taking too long. So we're gonna see. Yeah, um, Scotty, I fucking love Faith, man. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That, I just, that's crazy, dude. Like, I love his. Um, he's just so like grit. Like, I love his fucking. There you go, right there. Atlantaism. I like, need to put this up too. I don't know why I'm tripping. I I got this, but he actually came through and um, we did a podcast with him. Word. Um. And we had a good time, man. It's just like he's a real humble dude. But I say all that to say, like we, um, I was at this show, Word. you know, supporting him. And at the show, I saw uh, JID open up. That nigga hard as fuck. Yeah. Shout out to J. I really yeah. fuck with Para too, man. Yeah. Him. He came on, so I was like, okay, let me check out this dude. We had an opportunity to do a phone interview, but we couldn't get him here for a podcast. Para too. Para you. Paladis. Chirp. Chirp was on there. Chirp CL, man. And I was like, Put off she the came out on a box, in a box. Like, you yeah. know, her performance. I'm like, yo, she that's like, so ill. Like, I've never seen anybody do something like that. Chirp is high key, like, probably the best performer. Yeah, her performance is dope. In the city right now. Her performance high is key. dope. She probably like the best one. Only people I like, like, on that same level, performance wise, aside from, like, farther out, is, like, Earth Gang. And yeah, and, and I saw Earth Gang there too. I saw so I saw Word. all these people. And they like opened my eyes to like a whole new, Word. new Atlanta movement. You know Word. what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, I definitely wanted to link up with all of them. Word. And um, you know, and farther out, they put on the show. So that's Word. how I really started learning about them. Yeah, like, and they're grinding their music, man. I was like, yeah, they, yeah, they boys definitely got something going on, man. So like, for me, I say I won't say from day one, but for like day three, <laughs> from day three, man. Farther out, they've been fucking with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that, I really appreciate y'all. Shout out to um, shout out to Bias. Shout out to uh, Glenn, D'Lo, Zay, Livin, UA, all y'all niggas, man. Shout out to y'all, 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 my niggas, bro. Real talk, bro. Thank, thanks for like letting me be like the nigga that be like in the Source Awards, just be on stage dancing and shit. <laughs> Thank you for letting me be that nigga a couple of times. But yeah. um, yeah, uh, Raven Core is basically like a little. Yeah, mini conglomerate. It's a little mini conglomerate of artists that Bias put together, put mm-hmm. together by Bias the Black, also featuring um myself, uh Cadis Hines, Ronnie O'Neill, Pure, um Ali Ali's like the first lady, she's not an artist or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but she's like into like blogging and and photography and cool stuff like that. Gotcha. And then you got Cap, cool ass Cap. He's like the videographer, man. He just he like a Donatello ass nigga, man. He be knowing like a lot of shit. So um Oh, there's also Tony too. To Tony Murphy, Tony Murray and shit, bruh. If if you if you fuck with him, bruh, he like he a real cool ass nigga, man. Real talk, bruh. So it's like it's just a collective of like it seems like a collective of creative minds, man. Like, collective of creative minds, man. And just like honestly it's just a bunch of of cool niggas that had <laughs> that that were just trying to make the make music and we just said, you know what, bruh, because we fuck with each other so hard, let's just get together and yeah. make some music and whatnot, man. That's so, dope, dope, man. I just had to throw that out. I couldn't like leave these niggas hanging and shit. No, I, buddy. I, I I appreciate that. Buddy. You know, that's it's always about like, you know, everybody Understanding where they can help out at and pulling right, right. together, pulling all your resources together and making something great. Right, like right. I, I'm all for that, man. Because I, I mean, we need 
At the end of the day, it's about the music. I feel if we that. can make better music, I feel that. Why not? Why not? You know what I mean? I feel that. And just in general, man, like the scene, I really fuck with um a lot of the music that's on the scene right now. Um, mm. I fuck with um Scotty. I fuck with Earth Gang. I fuck with um Jed Chirp. Milo Smith, Neat, yeah. uh, oh. Farther Out, uh, who else? Uh, Milestone is my nigga. I fuck with Clay James. Yeah, uh, Milestone in for a podcast. That's yeah. my nigga, dude. Yeah, yeah, Milestone. That's my nigga. Yeah. Um, cool as Mad. I fuck with Cool as Mad because of his ad libs. His ad libs are awesome, bro. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, just generally, like, really, I, I, um, I, I admire a lot of, um. The acts that come out of the, that are currently coming out of the city right now, yeah. Um, just like the music, man, straight up, just like good music. So, hey. I mean, that's dope, man. It's good to see that coming from the city too, man, because it was a time Word. where it wasn't, it wasn't the best music coming out of the city, and that's all my opinion. But it's, it's, good, it it's good to see like there's more. I'll put it like this: there's more to Atlanta than what people hear on the radio. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, and, and that's the part that I can appreciate. You know, whether you like or, uh, 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 you know, or hate what's on the radio, there's more to Atlanta than just that. Because a lot of people have this view of Atlanta that that's it. You know what I mean? And they don't know that it's some it's some MCs and the trenches, man, out, that's, man. that's doing something. You know what I mean? So some good talent that's coming out right yeah. now. And I mean, slowly but surely, I mean, niggas gonna do shit. Oh. Shout out to Elmont, man. Those niggas are ill, bruh. Shout out to Elmont for real, Mont. Get that 20 East Volume 2, because that shit is dope as fuck, man. I'm going to have to check them out. I'm not familiar. Do I'm that familiar. shit. Elmont. 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 Yes, Elmont. Them niggas are hard as hell, bruh. 20 East, right? It's like nine of them, and they just they just rap, and they're from the East Side, and they're, they're pretty dope, man. So shout out to them. Shout out to Alan Thomas and Von Cito and Max and Khalil and all y'all niggas. It's them right here, right? Oh yeah, Ilmont, Ilmont for real, Mont. That's them. Yeah, I definitely check them out. That's they right. Have, they have your stamp of approval. I, I definitely check them out. Uh, well, hey, right. you know we um, sad. we we got to get to this this uh, being a hand this, this new segment of okay. the Straight Out the Damn podcast. It's, okay. Well, it's it's fairly new, and I had some naming issues, but I think I finally settled on the name. We call this. Vinyl conversations. Okay, as you can see, we got. We I got was peeping here. that yeah, low yeah, key. Yeah. I was peeping yeah. that in the back, man. We got we got a couple of crates here. You know, shout out to the crates. Um, so I'm gonna Crazy. explain. I'm gonna explain how this goes. Alrighty, three crates. Three crates. Uh, actually, there's more than three crates. There's like four, four or five crates. But all right, we just go for these, right? Because the rest of them, those are 45. So I, I you know, okay. I don't have any album that much album artwork, so what we do kind of go with album album artwork. So three crates, pick a record from each crate, okay. right? Um, each each uh, record that you pick up, give me a story behind that record. Whether you know something about the record or not, okay. I just want a story behind it. Whatever comes to mind when you see that okay. record. Am I like blindly picking you're these bl- up? You're blindly picking these up. Okay, so you're just going through picking okay. them on each one. Then after you got the three records, all right. After we get those stories from the three records, I want you to pick one of those records. All right. And we're gonna end it with a freestyle. We're gonna play the record, and you got a freestyle. <laughs> oh shit, Rob! Yeah. I hope that you got some white zombie in there, man. Yeah, we got all kind of stuff in there. So, cause I would love to rap over Thunder Kid '65 by White Zombie. <laughs> we got, we got all this on there, So. <laughs> that's the first, first for you know, blindly pick. Just pick blindly pick. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I see a Marvin Gaye in the back because it's like <laughs> there, but I'm not gonna pick that up. 
What am I getting myself into? Right. It's triumph. Yeah. Triumph. Just a game by triumph. Okay, I want to keep it totally 100, man. I don't know who the fuck triumph is. However, this is some really, really, really awesome artwork. artwork. Right? Yeah. Yes, man. It's like chess mixed with Monopoly, and I think it's really cool, man. I like it. And it was $1. I hope you got it from Wax and Facts. But it, oh, you got it from Criminal. Oh, from sweet. Criminal, but I do got some Wax and Facts stuff in here. I mean, those are the only two record shops I really... Sweet. Them, and I go to, like, you know, like Value Village or Goodwill, all of those places. I feel that. But most of these are, are Criminal. I do um, do a lot of Criminal. All right, so you... Let me see what I'm getting myself into. Okay. Let's see what I do. The best of the Swanee Quintets. <laughs> you gotta look at it on the back of that. That's crazy. Ooh, these dudes look like cool as hell. I'm gonna like, I've never heard of these dudes. Oh, they're from Augusta, bruh. Forever I love Augusta. Forever I love Augusta. <laughs> I keep it real too, man. I, I don't know who the Swanee Quintet is either. However, you're really putting me on the game and whatnot. And for that, I really thank you. No problem, no problem. Last man. crate. Last crate, okay. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'll do this one. Oh, that, that might be a little something right there. TK Disco. Oh, wait. Oh! <laughs> Anita Ward! Anita Ward. I love Anita Ward. She's great. That's real talk. Yeah. I fucks with it. I fucks with it. This shit tight. That's real. This shit tight. I thought you didn't open it at first. Cause... No, no, no. If you know, open, I don't think I, I... I do have a few sealed records, but they, you know... That's word, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pick like one of the ones that like I've never actually like, heard of. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a go for. Let's, let's do this for this SWAT. Hold on, they seem like a little jazz collective, so I'm gonna go for like the Swanee Quintet. The Swanee Quintet. All right, here we go and see what happens. <laughs> I got a freestyle over this shit, man. What is this? Hold on. What's up? I mean, that's what it's. Oh wait, is it? No, like, it, it is Swanee Quintet. You can ring my bell. Oh, you see, you see the um, the T. Is that is that the? No, yeah, that is. Oh, but you said you don't want to do it. You already know what nah, it is. Nah. All right, Swanee Quintet. I want you know. Let's see what happens, man. All right, so we're gonna we we're gonna go. We're gonna try to find something on here for you to freestyle to. All right, cool, man. Like I I hope to base guy that <laughs> this shit is on beat and it's not crazy because considering that it's a quintet. I'm already assuming that yeah. they're like a band. Yeah, you know, and not a singing group. It's gonna be something on it. Here we go. Though. Oh fuck! They're singers. Never mind. We'll figure out something. Let's see what happens. Randomly, shout out to Joe and too. He makes really awesome music, and shout out to my own island. He makes good music too. All right, here we go, bro. And Barney Bardo, and Almighty J, and Hero, and Vince's Nation, and Melody Rain, and Yanni Mo. Okay, I'm done. I just want to do that. <laughs> Shout out to Atlanta. Cause we be real trippin', but I'm still listening. Got the little beat and the pace, feel it in my face, cause I got a smile on it. I'm trying to rock on it. My shit be rockin' with my cock out, and I rap the dirty sound, grill up in my mouth. No, I don't, but still, you might well say that, cause it's real, real ugly, cause my teeth real crooked, but you still lookin'. 
Yeah, I keep it cooking like the rock. Do you smell it? It doesn't matter if you don't. You don't want to, cause I be like spitting sick. You can call that shit the flu. And it's stupid cool, like it's a zero. My hero, you must be a zero. Like Gilbert on the Wizards, but still I be the top pick gun. Like Charles Dickens, the author, cause you read it any way you wanted to. And I do what I do, call me Mountain Dew. No one drinks that nasty shit, even the yellow mellow. My fellow, my shit be like my belly's fatter than jello. When you cuss it, cause you be like jiggly puff. No, I spit the fluff. No, I don't spit the dopest, hardest stuff that you have heard. Spit this shit stupid, absurd. With some nouns and verbs above the curb. That's what you get if you ever fucks with it Cause I step up on your head I shake you like my dreads that I had in the high school When I was like a 15 or 16 or 6 to the 7 or the 8 Trying to get some cake so my mama can eat it But not get the diabetes along with it So she can be like, I'm proud of my children He really did it, and then she feels it up in her soul I do it cause my shit be like, no, I take the Bold of it, you can call that shit a Tyler size. I beat the baddest guy, something like Michael Jackson in 1987. It's heaven. I beat like praising me self, then call myself a reverend. Shit, what do you want? I be like Lester from The Wire because I got a lot like the keys on the penitentiary. I be like rapping for the centuries. I hope I get to make it that long. No, I don't. If I hit 60 with the baby and the grandkid, I would be like happy with a hair stupid nappy like his pappy back in 2006 when I had a dick trying to fuck a bunch of shouties but hardly could never get them. So I like quitting because the beat is finished. I'm done. Nigga. <laughs> All good, bro. All right. That was fun. We you know we try we try to get you know bring some some share some new light to the uh straight out the damn podcast. Bro. That was but, fun. Hey, I appreciate you coming through, man. Nah, man, bro. Definitely enjoyed myself. That was um, an honor. Nah, it was an honor being here, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, make sure make sure you um follow yeah. us on on iTunes again. I got to plug iTunes, man. Plug straight it. Up. Straight out the den on iTunes. Just click the tab, man, on SoundCloud or go to the site. Click it. Go to iTunes. Type in straight out the den. We will pop up. We're the only straight out the den on there. Anything you type in straight out the den and, and Google, just follow it. And with an eight. Like. Yeah. Yeah, with the eight. You know, I get emails like, yo, and they spell out straight. I was like, obviously, you don't follow the site. Yeah. First of all, it's S to the T. There you go. To the R to the eight. There you go. Get it right. Out. Duh. D A out duh <laughs> then that's so, how you spell it. That's how, that's how you do it. Tell it's something I had in high school, man. It kind of stuck, so I I didn't leave it. I didn't abandon it. I kept it going, man. That's but, all hey, good. And straight out of there, follow us on Twitter at str the number eight o u t d a d e n. Uh, Pluto, give us that Twitter before you leave. Man. Well, you can follow Pluto Smith at Pluto Smith. However, you smell. Oh God, I said smell. You spell it P L E W T O Smith. And I will follow you back, like, regardless. I have a bunch of, like, spam followers that are following me right now. But because I love everybody, I follow them. So, shout out to you. Shout out to you for just being on this earth and breathing, like, straight up. Everybody. No, no way. I appreciate your time, bro. Make sure y'all go in and... Um, shout out to No Freshman on Instagram. The, uh, <laughs> Make sure y'all download the Spiffy Tape, man. Um, That's it. Tight, son. Definitely. I co-signed it, man. You got the straight out of the damn stamp of approval. Man. Appreciate you 
Woo! time, bro, man. It's been a joy. It's been a pleasure, man. We out. Yeah! Okay.